It takes forcing yourself to do the things you know you need to do, even if you're scared, even if it's hard, because you want to be great. everybody, it's Wendy Elaine Wright, and welcome to my podcast, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager. I'm so glad that you're here, and every week I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, and secrets that you can apply to your acting career. Yeah, you know, I've talked about this before. When I was a kid, I wanted to sing. Singing was my favorite thing in the world. I would come home from school, I would sit on the floor with my 45 record player, I would put the record on, using that little plastic thing in the center, put the needle up and drop it on the record and listen. And I would sing my heart out and the music would carry me away into like love and emotion and all the beautiful things that music does in your body and your soul. And I just was full of passion and enthusiasm, excitement. And I just would sing from my heart. And my desire was to sing in front of other people. <laughs> but I had debilitating stage fright. I'm talking debilitating. There's no way on earth that you'd get me to sing in front of people. There's no way. So I would hide in my room and sing and sing and sing. But in my heart, I would dream of doing it in front of an audience, doing it in front of a camera, doing it on a stage, doing it in front of everyone with all my heart, freely, the same way I did in my bedroom. Now I had to figure out how the heck am I going to go from the fearful girl who's too afraid to sing outside of her own room into an auditorium full of thousands of people and pick up a mic and sing confidently, freely, and with the power and passion that I sang with when I was by myself. And that's the entire journey that was required for me to focus on and to make. And that meant facing my fears. It meant facing my fears. It meant expanding my ability to do scary things. It meant developing myself and becoming more than I was to become more capable. So how do you do that? I started doing workshops and seminars on self-growth. For me, that was what I did. I started doing a whole bunch of self-growth, self-help um, seminars that was suggested to me. I did the forum. I did insight seminars, which was about like loving yourself and connecting with other people, connecting with your heart. I did a, a seminar called Women, Sex, and Power, which was about finding your power as a woman. And all those things moved the needle. They moved me towards being able and capable of singing in front of people, of speaking in front of people. Not overnight, but every single thing I did moved me closer and closer. And I was still afraid. Even when I was taking those steps, I felt fear, but I took the action anyway. I felt the fear and I took the action anyway. And I was living like that because my dream to sing was so strong that nothing was more important than that, which means I had to put myself through the, the trauma or the the anxiety of overcoming my fear. I had to put myself in fearful situations and power through it until I got to the other side of it. And I, I powered through it in fear all the way through. <laughs> but by the end of that, I had more courage. And I learned that I survived. I survived that challenge. I didn't die from that. In fact, I'm a little bit more courageous. The next thing I had to do, I had to take voice lessons. I was so scared to stand up in front of an audience and, and sing in front of people. Like, oh my God, no, no. But I had done 
work on myself. I did some therapy. I did, a, like I said, a bunch of seminars. So then those things pushed me towards being able to sign up for voice classes. I was in college at that time and I signed up for like voice one at Southern Connecticut State University where I grew up in Connecticut. And it's scary. I'm sitting, I remember the stairs. It was like auditorium stating, uh, seating. I remember there were like maybe eight, nine, 10 rows. The teacher was down there. There was a piano and, and, I, and, and, and each person had to come down to this, down the, the floor and sing in front of everyone. I was like, mother of goodness. But I'd, I'd stood up in front of people at my seminars and told them I wanted to be a singer. I did the actions and the, the exercises and the things they told me to do in those seminars that made me feel a little stronger, that made me feel a little safer, that made me feel more courageous. It gave me power under my wing, power inside myself to go a little further, to go a little further. So I took that walk down those stairs to the front of the class and looked back up at everybody and they all had pieces of paper. They were all given pieces of paper and they were instructed to give feedback on what they heard. I was like, my God, this is scary, right? But I sang, I sang my song. I just remember getting all those pieces of paper handing, handed to me on my way out of the class and reading them. And I was lucky that every one of them was positive, right? I mean, every one of them. And maybe that's not the case for everybody who's starting something creative. But I, when I always say be prepared for opportunities, I spent six hours a day singing at home by myself. And in that passion I had for singing at home by myself, I practiced hitting the note perfectly. I practiced copying the runs I heard until they were perfect. I tried all kinds of music. I sang with all my heart and soul. I recorded it. I listened back. And then I did it again and again and again and, and again until it was perfect. So I had become a really good singer. I didn't just jump up there and start singing in front of everyone without any training, without any practice. But I was still scared to death. The bottom line is I had a technique under my belt. So when I opened my mouth, I could hold a note. I could sing in key. I could sing with passion. I could sing with all of my heart. I had talent and I still do. And I had technique and ability and control over my voice because I practiced for so many years. And that's part of why when I opened my mouth, people didn't go, oh, yikes. They went, oh my God, that's beautiful. Which then gave me more confidence. But if you're starting out in a career and you don't get any training at all and you have no technique and you have no practice and you have no experience, you can't expect that people are going to just applaud and line up and write you, you know, great notes about how amazing you are. You need to train. You need to train. Now, my training wasn't formal. So, you know, that's not the only way to train, get a degree. That's not the only way. Uh, take classes. That's not the only way. Practicing copying the masters. When I was listening to music, there were so many great singers that I was emulating. And when, like, say Mariah Carey, say Mariah Carey does a run like, oh, that's you, right? And then you're going to hit every one of those notes. And if she's going to hit a breathy tone, you copy it exactly as she does it. You're gaining control over your voice. That's technique. 
What if you're watching a great actor perform and you master the way that they do it? You master their body language. You master their their way they express themselves in their eyes, their body language, their movements, their hands, the way they lean into the camera. You're going to still develop your own style, but you're embedding yourself with technique. It's not a plan to have no training, no experience, and just throw yourself out there in the world and say, I hope you like me because no, most people, you know, if you have no talent, no training, no skill, no experience, most people are going to be bored or not interested or turned off. So it's important to get experience. Even if that comes from practicing monologues and practicing scenes and reading books at home on your own and practicing it over and over and over until you get it right. Doesn't have to be formal. I've had no formal singing training until I was in college and I only took one semester of class. And then I left school and went to California to become a singer. And when I came out to LA, I think I took a couple of classes singing with Seth Riggs, who was Michael Jackson's teacher. But I had so much technique at that time that wherever I went, people just loved what I did. They just loved my voice. They loved my, they just loved me. They loved what I did. And they gave me opportunities because I was so, so good. And I immediately got a record deal. And I immediately had a hit record in the first year. And I immediately, you know, was given tons of opportunities to sing with lots and lots of people. But I'm telling you, it was the years of practice I put in before. So don't think it's an overnight success story, honey, because this has not been an overnight success story. And when I'm teaching actors how to become successful in this business, I am never saying it's an overnight success story. I'm saying it takes hard work. It takes overcoming your fears. It takes pushing yourself through your comfort zone again and again. It takes forcing yourself to do the things you know you need to do, even if you're scared, even if it's hard, because you want to be great and you want to do, you want to sing or you want to act or you want to write or produce or direct or create your own film or, or produce a TV show or whatever it is you're dreaming of. I know you can do it. I know you can. So get out there and go do it. I believe in you. Hey, thanks for listening. And I never want to end a podcast without saying these words. Now repeat after me. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am worthy. Yes, you are. And I love you. Tune in next week for my next podcast episode. Have a great week and I'll see you then.